Welcome everyone to the Let's Talk ICP podcast. Uh, today is the episode number 51. Um, that's cool. Uh, it's a special episode now in Christmas. Uh, just finishing the Christmas day. Today is 27 December, Wednesday. And we have today an amazing guest. Is uh, one of my favorite guys in the community, in the ICP community. He's a polyphasetic guy. A polyphasetic person that always tried to push uh, boundaries, learn, improve, work hard, and explore new territories. Um, he's a, an excellent writer, uh, regularly featured in, in top lifestyle uh, and business publications worldwide. Also, he advised over 30 Fortune 500 companies across North America and Asia in content strategy, design, and analytics. He's also an influential educator, journalist, uh, an artist, <laughs> and he's super involved as well in, in the new tech, in AI, blockchain, Web3. It's a real pleasure to have you here today with us, William Laurent. Thank you so much. Thank you, Javier. It's always a pleasure to connect with you again. Cool. Great. Yeah, uh, I try to define define you a little bit, but it's so difficult, man. You you are doing a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, it, it is difficult. It is difficult. And um, I, I do have a, a professional coach and he says the same thing. He's like, I don't know what to do with you. You know, like, <laughs> pick something and go with it. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I mean, currently I, I do most of my work in the context of AI and Web3, right? So uh, doing, creating Web3 content, doing Web3 journalism. I do some FinTech, but it's been mostly focused on, on Web3 at this point. Mm -hmm. Cool. Great. Yes. Uh, I want to, to know more about you first. Um, tell us more about your past before to enter in the Web3 space. Uh, yeah. how, how will you define yourself and all the activities? Yeah. And we will discuss a little bit more about your journalist path and, and yeah. also about the the um, um, you know artist part design photography and then William as a web three uh, marketer right yeah I'll I'll try so I'll try to give you a little bit of insight into my journey of on the path of how I discovered web three and crypto and ultimately ICP but uh, initially my uh, career journey started out um, I was. Um, uh, more in the arts, right? So I was doing art. I was an artist. I was a music, a semi-professional musician, making money, playing. And then uh, I realized that, uh, look, all my friends were in technology and they were making a lot of money, right? So I, I learned how to code, right? I, I learned how to code. I went back to college. I took classes on database. So uh, very shortly, I opened a business in New York. I have an entrepreneurial spirit. So I opened my own company called National Information Management in New York. And that lasted almost 20 years. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, in that in the context of that role, I was advising companies in, in their data strategy, data science, in analytics, but it was also heavily focused on the marketing side. So uh, taking data analytics and putting that on the marketing side, right? So, you know, looking at how effective campaigns were, looking looking at how effective those things were but sometimes it would be looking at trading desks like what trading desks were generating the most revenue so it was very very heavy at the end of the day though in data with the marketing angle um some point in my uh, tech career i realized that um, 
a lot of work was coming to me that was, I would call soft work, not technical work, but anytime that somebody wanted a presentation to give to the CEO or managing director, they're like, hey, William, you write this, right? You you do the design for it, you do this. So I kind of be, I became that person that um, uh, was the facil facilitator of communication between the tech people and the, um, and the non-tech people. And I also realized that not everyone writes well. So uh, I, to, to define my differentiated value in my career, I started writing, I started teaching, right? About business intelligence, about data analytics, about marketing analytics. And, um, you know, ultimately because I'd been an artist in the beginning of my career, that started coming back again as, as well. So after COVID, you know, I think a lot of us went through some huge career changes. I think you did too, right? Um, during that time, we sort of looked at what we were doing in life, where we want to be, where we were, what our skills were, what we like doing, enjoy doing, and reassess that and take a new path. Uh, so during COVID, um, I started to look around and investigate what is Web3? What is blockchain? I knew about the technology, but I just thought crypto was a scam. But I started learning about Bitcoin. I started learning about some of the altcoins at the time, Dogecoin, Shiba Inu. Um, and um, I found a, uh, a decentralized social media application called Deso that I'm still on, which I have a pretty big following. And Deso was a way for, <clears throat> was my first, I think, doorway into Web3. And I wanted to come on a platform that was completely new. I was in there in the first week and show my art and like sort of like be a big fish in a small, a small ocean. Um, and then started building friendships, started learning more about Web3. Um, Shortly after that, I took over a role as the editor-in-chief and chief creative officer for a Web3 company called Blockster out of Miami. And um, Blockster was a very promising uh, Web3 startup, crypto startup. I don't want to go too much into detail. Um, they, um, they're still around, but uh, they had a lot of issues. So um, um, during that time when I was in Block at Blockster, I did meet um, Ricardo at Definity. He actually reached out to me. This is a, a fun story. Uh, when I was working at Blockster, Ricardo, I think, and Dom had found Blockster and had found our like news desk that I was running. So Ricardo reached out to me on LinkedIn and he said, the email was something like, great job. That's how he started it. So it got my attention, right? It was very brilliant. Yeah. And then I'm like, who's this Ricardo guy? Like, do I really want to talk to this guy? He wanted to set up some time with me. Um, and we had a really nice conversation. And um, nothing really came of that. And when my project in Miami started uh, wrapping up, I reached out to Ricardo and said, hey, we just wanted to say hello and see what was going on. And then boom, right? Uh, I started working with Definity on the FastBlocks application, which you remember was built on the Nuance D app. Um, yeah. So we were really the uh, first web, all, fully on-chain Web3 news desk. Um, so that continued for almost a year. And there was, um, I would say, uh, it, it, I think I think it was a good proof of concept. There was a lot that we still needed to do, but it was as everything in Web3, it was just, it was funding, right? So, um, you know, I think the IC, ICP and the NNS and SNS is in a better position now than it was like a year and a half ago, as far as being a launch pad. Um, I'd like to try to do this again, maybe Fastblocks 2 or a different brand name or, or something else, because we still 
you know, this was a good proof of concept for Dom that we could do this, but I think it's, it's time to go to that next level. Okay. What do we learn? Let's, let's reapply those learnings and, and, and do this in an even better way. Mm-hmm. So uh, after flash flux, I've just been involved with uh, Definity. I was uh, um, in charge of the newsletter and some other things. And now I'm working on a, uh, I'm working with Definity on a grant um, basis. Right. So the content you see, I put out of a lot of ICP content. I put out songs, I put out articles and so on and so forth. Um, and I'm obviously very bullish on ICP, but, uh, you know, it's important for me to throw that disclaimer out that, yes, I am working on a grant uh, basis with ICP. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So yeah, there maybe. is. There, so I, I have skin in the game. I'm not just the guy out there that's like holding signs saying, hey, I love ICP. I do. I do. Yeah. I, would, I love the I posters as well. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Man, this is like, this is so, so uh, original, to be honest. The first time that I saw you like <laughs> with a poster, right, in, in different cities, like, hey, I love ICP. This is the the eight uh, advantages of ICP compared with other Web3 uh, or, or blockchain layer ones, whatever. It's like, man, this is, <laughs> this is amazing, right? It's not well, small posters, yeah. like big ones. Well, that's sort of a marketing hack too, is that when you hold a sign or when you do anything with your arms outstretched like this, this symbolizes victory, right? It symbolizes dominance and people see that and people want to read what's on your sign. I also notice if I don't smile, I get less views than if I smile. So I'm most of the time I'm, I'm, I'm smiling, but, um, you know, it, it's that, it's that, uh, brain science angle that I'm, I'm trying to uh, introduce to some of what I do in, in that even with the articles I've been writing lately, the graphics, if you, if you scroll back on my Twitter feed, you'll see um, a little ICP character and they're like this or like this, you know, like, and, and, and it just conveys that uh, sense of accomplishment and victory and sort of pulls people in. So, you know, I'm, I'm still experimenting with these marketing hacks, but uh, you know, I think I, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot what works, and I'm trying to bring you know some something new, like sort of this new asymmetrical marketing style into crypto, and uh, and be original. And yeah. you see, I've been writing songs about ICP too. That plays into it as well. Mm, no, that's that's uh, fantastic. Yes, I'm curious. I didn't know the story. Uh, you were you were you were working in the blockbuster. No, sorry, blockster, right? Crypto wheel yeah. blockster. It's like yeah. a magazine or what is exactly? Um, yeah, so Blockster, initially they wanted to be a decentralized social media built on Ethereum, uh, have content creator tipping, sort of like a Twitter or um, what DSO is now, like DSO would have been a competitor or what you have on ICP with uh, DSCVR. Uh, and um, that was just too ambitious, right? So then they scaled down. They wanted to be more of a news aggregator, news portal. And um they're just on life support right now, but uh, you know, it was um, it was really, I think, important for me to take that role because I learned so much about crypto. So it was it was you know, crypto, learning about the tokenomics, learning about the technology, learning about the NFT, like the whole ecosystem, the whole market, right? You know, learning about DeFi, all those different verticals in Web three, I got exposed to, and it was sort of like a crash course. What one thing I wanted to just touch on really quick is that what I think worked for me in Web3 and one of the things that made it such a good fit is that I was able to bring like 
my content creation because I've always written for magazines, you know, in my tech career before the content creation, the artistic side, right? Because I, I had sold art in the past. I was selling NFTs and, you know, the financial Wall Street world and the data analytics and sort of like bring those all in and blend those together. And, um, you know, I, I think that uh, as long as, and, you know, I think you're similar in the in the sense that you're a lifelong learner, right? We're just always learning and taking information. Mm-hmm. And where where is a better place right now to just be a lifelong learner than Web3? Because all the people, like every day I'm surrounded by people that are just so much smarter than me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where else can we find that? So, um you know, it's just, it's just been super exciting to, to wake up every day and be like, what am I going to learn? Like, what can I do? What can I do that's original? And uh, it's super, just super amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you combine a lot of different uh, um, things, right? Also, you you, you were work, uh, working for the American banker, writing articles about the most powerful woman in banking and finance. I still do. Yeah, that's a yearly <laughs> project I do. It's a very important project. Um, I... Uh, I think I've done four years. Next year will be the fifth year where, uh, you know, we interview and write about the most, literally the most powerful women in finance, which essentially is the most powerful women in the world, right? So, um, you know, I've, I've done pieces on uh, Ab- uh, Abigail Johnson, who's the CEO of Fidelity. I've done pieces on Jane Frazier. A lot of times I'll have to be on a, a Zoom call and talk to their team or talk to the actual women themselves. And, you know, I think that, it's a very, very important project because, uh, you know, I have a daughter and, you know, I, I'm always looking for role models and, 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 and other women that she can sort of like follow and, and, and be confident as she progresses through her uh, STEM career, you know, other women that, that have sort of like made it and, and broken the glass ceiling. So, uh, yeah, it's a project I do every year. Super excited. Uh, it's, um, it's it's a difficult project, but it's fun and it gives a lot of visibility. Yeah, but also if you're in touch with this woman, like the most powerful woman in banking and finance, uh, as you mentioned before, like global, also in general, right? Like the woman, the powerful woman in the world, uh, it's another way that you can evangelize internet computer because you know, like the you know the features of ICP and the powerful that internet computer is. And yeah. uh, I also I have like background in, in finance as well in, in risk department and control yeah. and compliance and other yep. uh, things. Uh, and yeah, this is the, the it's a challenge, right? Like try to like the traditional banking, try to uh, adapt and attract these uh, big, big companies to, to the uh, Web3 ecosystem that maybe like for them is like even competence, you know, like <laughs> we are like, they think like maybe we are stealing their money, right? And and convert in, in a decentralized way. But if we can in some, you know, uh, and it's happening now, right? A lot of Fidelity you mentioned or other big Bank of America and other big corporations, yeah. we're talking about as well the ETF, right? In, in Bitcoin yeah. to be approved maybe in 2024. Uh, how we can attract more, uh, you know, these uh, global enterprises to be part yeah. of the ecosystem. Yeah, uh, great question and great points. And to your point also, um, you know, one of the women that I had profiled, Nadine Shankar, used to be, uh, well, she was the, really the person that worked at State Street, State Street that built out their digital asset desk, right? I mean, that was at the time and maybe still is the most state-of-the-art and most important, uh, you know, Wall Street-based digital asset management um, infrastructure and 
and uh, ecosystem. And we had her on uh, I, when I was doing spaces under the Definity account Twitter spaces, we had her on. Uh, so that was like really cool, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, in, in general, you, you know, you mentioned the ETFs. Uh, uh, there are a lot of digital asset management desks being built out right now in, in Wall Street. I mean, Fidelity, uh, you know, Abigail Johnson's very bullish on uh, on Bitcoin. She talks about it a lot. Fidelity's really taking the lead there as well. Um, so, um, yeah. So your question is like, how do we how do we you know bridge bridge the, the, the gap between um, that Wall Street world that's starting to adopt digital assets, you know, Bitcoin, uh, specifically in Ethereum, and our sort of Wild West world that we have now, it's going to take a long time. And a lot of companies that we know of, and applications that we use are just going to be done, you know, they're just going to be because, um, you know, I'd feel a lot safer keeping my Bitcoin with State Street or Fidelity than I would, um, you know, keeping it other places. I'm not going to mention, you know, the names of some exchanges, but um, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I've known so many people that have been hacked from their MetaMask or, or clicking on the wrong link that, you know, self-custody is not always the best option for some people. So, you know, I think, you know, things like MetaMask, some of these just scary things that we use to manage our digital asset portfolios are going to go away and be disrupted as the big Wall Street and big finance corporations start to enter the space. Um, so, you know, I, 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 it's going to it's going to take time. Like, you know, if your question is more like, how do we get more people into Web3? It's, it's a longer conversation. And I would stripe that conversation on different verticals, right? Because you have gaming, you have NFT, you have finance and DeFi, you have, um, uh, you know, launching startups. So it's um we're still early, right? We all we always have to remind ourselves we're so much early than we realize sometimes because we get it, like we understand how these things work. We understand how, like DAOs and tokenomics and launch pads and and all these things, but most people don't, and it takes years to really learn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course, and also yeah, we know like the roadmap for the for example, just for the internet computer is two thousand forty, right? The main it was started like. The launch 2021, only two years, right? And and we have a long, long path to be mainstream internet computer and takes time and in general blockchain as well. But also, yeah, you mentioned and uh, I was participating as, as well in the fast blocks. It was an amazing initiative. I think one of yeah. the first uh, 100% on chain, if not the first one, 100% mm -hmm. of chain media. To, you know, like a lot of different articles, different perspectives, different opinions, authors, and also you, how many articles you, you wrote on in fast blogs? We uh, 50 or I don't exactly. We had, um, yeah, I think, and that's always a difficult thing about being an editor because you don't have time to do articles yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so um, we tried to get out between 15 and 20 pieces a week. And, uh, you know, I, I had a pretty heavy uh, editor's pen. So I got a lot of things and I wound up just re re sometimes rewriting things or, you know, we had writers that didn't work out, didn't deliver what I wanted to. So um, it was a lot of work just on editing and operational stuff. So when I did get time, I think I probably wrote about 50 pieces, but uh, you know, my, my big, my main KPI there, Javier was just like, you know, getting, 
getting things out every week or every day and 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 it, a lot of times there was no break like it was okay saturday boom we got to publish something sunday we've got to publish something so my kpi was just you know do, can we hit i think my initial target was can we hit 15 p original pieces every week and i had a lot of support from uh, martina there in zurich and then after martina uh, be, took more of a role. Definitely, I had a lot of support from Iana on the graphic side, on the operational side. So, uh, definitely, you, I did a certain amount of work on the front end that people see, but there was so much happening behind the scenes. I had a, a lot of help. It was a lot of work, and I, I really appreciate everybody. It, it took a, it was a hell of effort to get that thing running. Yeah, of course. And it's, it's not only writing articles, it's also editing the articles, review the articles, get information and see which type of news maybe are, are engaged with the public, you know, are fit with, with fast blogs or, or and also like connect with other authors uh, across the globe. Because I remember we had uh, people from Africa, Asia, Europe, America, it's across the globe, right? And again, it's every single day I remember it. It's, was uh, you know posted like two three news or even more and it's like crazy it yeah. was an amazing job during a, during a year it was so hard and uh, yeah I, I was part of I remember I wrote like five six articles and I was uh, yeah so 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 good you know and so happy to be part of this this initiative the fast blogs and yeah it would be great if if you can maybe in the future um, uh, restart again or or you know I, I hope so we've been evolve, sort of evolving yeah. some way. Yeah. yeah, we're sort of having some discussions behind the scenes. Uh, and again, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But there was something that was just very satisfying that each time a piece went out that was published, and I could say, okay, Javier, your piece is ready to publish. And you know, you hit that button, and it just, you see it going up, and it's just like, wow. And, uh, you know, anything that can go wrong in publishing will go wrong. I wrote something, and I was contacted by the Federal Reserve Board. And if they had read something and like, no, 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 you got to, you got to change this right away. And it was just really, it was really freaky knowing that, you know, the, someone in the federal government, I guess they have very powerful indexing that they saw the piece when it went out and right away they were able to say, you need to redact this. And I was like, whoa, okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's never a dull moment. Always, always exciting when you're writing about anything in crypto. Yeah, exactly. And this that, you know, here is a good example that is, you know, like 100% on chain and decentralized, right? We are trying to have the voice to everyone. And then, yeah, we, we can even edit the, the news, you know, it's not like, okay, this is the truth. Maybe we, ha we need to change something. Maybe some opinions are wrong and we need to, you know, to adapt a little bit. And that's, that's yeah, it's it's so cool. And uh, another topic that, um, and another thing that you're pretty strong is in the artist side, like more like as a designer. I saw like in your website, you have a lot of collections. You mentioned Diso, you know, the, the collection yeah. also, a lot of canvas, you know, friends, uh, loves and enemies, Bella Musica, a separate <laughs> yeah, reality. Yeah. Also like you are like a photographer as well. I saw like uh, your, your amazing job, like in the Chernobyl series, Oblivion Japan. Uh, yeah, and um, as an artist, do you have like any NFT collection? Because uh, I saw like yeah, I yeah. Um, so I started my NFT journey on Deso. So most of the work that I've sold is from Deso, and I've I've made some pretty good traction. That was back when everything was a bull market and people were buying uh, my digital pieces. I also converted some of my canvas pieces 
uh, to NFTs, people were buying those. And they'd often buy with no utility. Uh, sometimes I would have the utility is if they bought a piece, I would like hold a sign for them, you know, with the message. So trying to tie that sort of um, uh, viral asymmetrical marketing utility to the NFTs is a little bit complicated, but I was I was having I had a nice little run, and then we hit a bear market. We also had uh, I was accepted into foundation pretty early, and that was when like you could only get on foundation if you were pre-approved, or you know you had to have an invite, and then you had to be approved. I think I sold one FT, NFT on foundation. I just didn't have the time, and um, you know shortly after that. You know, I discovered DSO, which has no gas fees. I discovered ICP, which has no gas fees. So um, I'm going to continue with the NFTs on DSO. I've been also looking at other chains like Solana. But um, if I can figure out the, the right path forward, I'd love to have a collection on ICP as well. Um, I just initially I was when I was talking to the guys at Entrepo and I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to release something and then um it just hasn't happened because time mm -hmm. yeah no no for sure and the now you, you're living in in japan if i'm not wrong i'm living in japan i'm here visiting a family in florida for christmas but uh yeah living in japan and enjoying it and the ironic thing about japan is um i'm living in japan and pretty much everybody that reads my stuff or um, you know, follows me on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, is outside of Japan, pretty much every country except Japan. So um, a little bit, I, I need to do a, a networking tour, I think next year in Japan and connect myself a little bit better now that I've been back. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's a, one interesting topic because I know you were uh, based in, in Florida uh, and also in, you know, in the United States, you know pretty well the, the Web3 community there, you know, you, you were um, assisting different events, conferences. Uh, but I'm curious, like, compared with the uh, United States, for you, Japan, uh, in terms of blockchain adoption, um, Web3, even Internet Computer Protocol, what is what is your opinion? You see, like, uh, oh, this is like a new world. They don't know anything or totally different. Yeah, it's like we have you, a... are, you are surprised about how many people are interested in blockchain and, and they are pretty knowledgeable or... I think we, we have a long way to go with ICP. Um, you know, there is awareness in Japan of crypto, not like there is in the US or Canada. Um, and there certainly is a retail uh, element. But when it comes to ICP, yeah, there's a lot of uh, education that needs to be done. Japan would be a great place to have a hub. I know that that's been uh, being discussed, I, I think, among certain people uh, with Definity. But uh, the language barrier is pretty big. And the I think the hope was that in in the past the hope was that japan would be like hong kong right where okay english is sort of like the the language but you have chinese and you have mandarin and cantonese and you have english and japan would be the same way where you have english and you have japanese but it hasn't changed in the way that we thought it would and the country still very very much uh runs on the japanese language so uh, we don't have much content for ICP in, in Japanese. We don't have much traction. So if anyone uh, from Japan is listening to this, uh, they should reach out to yourself or, or me and, and uh, maybe we can explore how to change that. But in, in terms of crypto adoption in general in Japan, I'm 
don't see the excitement that I see in the US. And maybe that's just out of my ignorance because I'm not necessarily in those crypto circles in Japan. But um, the interesting thing about Japan is even though they may, even though they, they lead the world in robots and bullet trains and they build these amazing mobile devices is that not everybody, when it comes to the practical application of technology in a business, they're usually behind. And you know, here's an interesting story. My apartment that I moved into into Japan, we had to get the phone company to come out and actually do construction and install all the equipment in the house because the people that have lived there before us and and before them never had internet. Never. I guess they watch TV or they use their mobile phones. So yeah. you see that a lot in Japan, where it's just uh, it's it's weird. I am not the best person to ask about crypto in Japan because I it's just not in my world yet there yeah but you also are like a good connector you mentioned before uh you you are a facilitator right between the tech guys and maybe like uh data scientists or engineers and the real world because to be honest yeah this is yeah. like less than 0.5 percent of the world are like yeah. cryptographers or, or you know or, or right in the right world. The, right. the regular people, the normal people are, you know, artists or doctors or, or working in whatever, in, in restaurants, whatever is their job. And this is, a, you know, we need people as um, William, right, that can connect and can and, and can show the real value of these blockchains of internet computer in that case to, to in general, right? In, in your opinion, what is the way and, and how we can fix the this issue, right, this problem? Because... Uh, Again, when I joined with you as well, Definity in, in 2022 or 2021 for the special projects team, we realized like there is like a big, big gap between, you know, the, the people in general and also the, the technology, right? And, and everything on the internet computer is not easy to understand, right? In general, right. blockchain is a different terms, you know, complex things. And, and also we need people that facilitate and connect, you know, these... Uh, you know, a super technical guy with the rest of the world. Uh, in your opinion, William, how, what is your strategy or how, how you can you can achieve these these things that you are doing before? And for sure, yeah, it's a, it's a great question, and we know I'll answer this sort of long, longish. Um, so forgive me. We know that we're lacking in marketing, and we know that ICP's tech is much better than say Solana, right? But look at how Solana is just growing because they just do really smart stuff like the Solana phone and how they gamified that is absolutely brilliant. We need to think asymmetrical out, out of the box and we need to do a better job of getting people to come on ICP and use the D apps. And it's not just about doing evangelism about, okay, this is great. You know, it's fully decentralized and the storage is so much cheaper and two second finality and all that. We need to get people on the platform. So in the past, some of the metrics that we were using for uh, the grantees, people that received grants were like, okay, um, uh, you know, how many signups did they have say on open chat or how many wallets and, 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 you know, I think those are good, but we need to go that next level. We need to make sure people stick. And as you know, ICP, uh, ICP is still very much a, a and Defini is still very much of a technology company, which is great. We have the best tech, but it's how to convey that tech to, um, you know, to, to the general public. Uh, in case in point, I had an issue with the NNS where I didn't understand something. And it took me five meetings 
till finally I got Kyle Langham and he's like, okay, this is, this is what, but I, you know, I had asked influencers yeah. in, in the ICP ecosystem. So the swap crypto is good. Bitcoin renegade six figs and none of them could give me the answer. And mm -hmm. just, you know, we're supposed to know these things as ICP influencers, but we just, we, we don't. So I think we need that the people that are evangelizing and influencing ICP, we need to do our homework. We need to keep learning more. There's so much to learn. When you learn about like how nodes are distributed and how canisters are topped up and what the cost is and how it depends on what node setup you have, it's extraordinarily complex. And we need to just do a better job knowing how everything works together. So, you know, that's that's one thing. Um, the second thing is a lot of the you know, techno technical jargon and technical writing that, that we see on um, the, uh, you know, the website on the ICP forum, like we could take some of that and package it better. And, and so that it's just more digestible to uh, people that are, like you said, not tech people, artists, doctors, lawyers, whatever. Uh, and there has been a lot of great work. You, you know, it takes time and that it's, it's, step by step but i, I want to just hit one thing that you mentioned when, when we came on to defendi initially in marketing there was so much fud out there on twitter on instagram on facebook like oh defendi sucks icp's a rug pull every day yeah and through our efforts and our hard work almost all of that went away it's very very rare when i do see somebody that's saying something bad about icp it's always a troll or maybe it's somebody that is legitimate that maybe has something a legitimate complaint or observation say about the icp burn or the tokenomics or something that that's very very low level and deep and that's always addressed right we can always address that and get them in touch with the right people so it's it's a journey and you know mission accomplished on the first part of that journey which was to let the world know no this is not a rug pull this is not a scam we have more ex google engineers working on this project than any other blockchain so um you know i think now we're really ready to go into that hyper growth mode yeah i'm not totally and, and you're doing you're doing a huge part of it your work with hubs like hubs are doing a, a lot of heavy lifting all, on those lines you know like like doing the events, doing the content, doing the boot camps, that's huge. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, this is an amazing initiative, the ICP hubs. Um, and yeah, as uh, you mentioned before, the, the two aspects, is, is I I'm totally agree. The first one is, is true, right? Only if you know, uh, in general, like the concept of internet computer and, and diving more, you can explain to a five years old, children how it works the technology right but if you don't dive in and you just like okay we are marketing we are like people that try to explain how it works internet computer but then it's mandatory you need to like dive in and you need to like digest everything and understand like the the concepts because it's a complex technology to explain in an easy words right but if the marketing people don't understand icp or, or they don't like dive in a lot it's impossible to explain in an easy words, and I'm totally agree. And yeah, of course, we we have to struggle a lot with 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 a uh, uh, fad, and, and you know, like people are saying, like uh, Definity and Internet Computer is a, is a scam, whatever, blah blah blah. And we did an amazing job, and that's it was it was fun that 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 moment I remember, and it was tough for us. But yeah, I think we we 
did an amazing job, of course. And, and it happened. It happened so quickly. I remember. So the Women in Web three conference in Miami in two thousand twenty twenty two. I, I think it was two thousand twenty two. Sorry, losing losing track. You know that yeah. conference. People were coming by fast blocks. We had a booth. And people were coming by and they saw the Defini logo and they're like, oh, wait, isn't this a rug pull? Isn't this the, the project that you guys, it, constant people coming by saying, oh, you guys are a scam. Isn't this a scam? If, you know, total FUD. Six months, within six months at Bitcoin Miami, it was completely opposite. Everybody wanted to hear about ICP. Like there was just no uh, bad vibes at all. And if there was, I didn't, I didn't feel it or see it. That's cool, man. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You did an, an amazing job to spreading the word about the internet computer. And um, also you, you, your write, your writing is brilliant. You're like an amazing writer. You, you write really, really well uh, for like people that now are starting working in, in blockchain, web three marketing and want to have their own magazines or uh, newsletters, or they are starting now to, to to create content what is your your message to them what is your tips you know to write better to to be like a better editor and, and better uh journalist yeah well i would say that's a two-part question right one is how to write better the second or, or write writing well the yeah. second question is more about how to how to offer some differentiated value because content alone has very little value unless uh you know it gets people to take some action or feel a certain way or do something right. And no one's just going to subscribe bl blindly. You know, the first thing is obviously AI helps. AI helps in the sense that it get it will help you get unstuck. It will help you do research. It's not going to make a bad writer a better writer. It's not going to make um, a good writer a great writer. You still have to go in. You still have to grind. You just have to. Uh, anything the AI gives me, sometimes I'll use, but I'll heavily, heavily edit it. And I'm at the point now where I know how ChatGPT thinks. I can go to LinkedIn, I can see people's posts, and right away I say, that's ChatGPT. I know how ChatGPT talks. I know the tone of voice. I know its vocabulary. I know exactly. And you can, t and you know, I would tell people the first thing I tell them is that I can tell, and I told this to a lot of writers, this was written by AI, and if I can tell it's written by AI, you know, you're not going to, number one, you're not going to write for me, but, you know, people need to learn to, to write with the help of AI, but not be totally over-reliant on, on AI. Because mm -hmm. I still have yet to see anything the AI did, did that I thought was worth anything other than sometimes I'll say to AI, give me something about subject A in the style of, famous comedian right so i'll say like chris rock or louis ck or jerry seinfeld and it does some pretty good stuff and you know that that think of ai as sort of a content aggregator and you can get ideas from or uh you're actually the aggregator but it's giving you ideas and you need to be the orchestrator and the aggregator um yeah. the second part of that question is is you know how you, how to package that content so that people care and 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 it has you know it has value and that's really, really tricky. And this is something that, you know, I struggle with every day because um, the reality out there, Javier, is especially in Web3, and I've researched this with Six Figs and with a lot of other people that you know in the ecosystem, people care in crypto about can they get rich, about green candles, and they care about the technology 
a second, much like further, further down here. Yeah. If you look at the people that get the most views, the most clicks, it's always the sensational stuff like this coin could 10x, could 100x. And the more sensational it is, the more people will click on it. So the, the, um, and, and that has no value. That stuff has no value, but yet people want to click on it. So yeah. the big problem for me is how to get people to read my stuff about the internet computer in a way that is digestible for them in a way that, you know, they just want to read it in the first place. Right. And how do I make that content have value? And just, you know, talking all day about price action has very little value because it's speculation. So myself and, and all of us, I think we need to do a better job at going three feet, four feet, five feet into the technology. We've only, we're only riding about one foot. That's going to require us to interface more with the, the tech, the people in tech. And um, we have the global R&D meeting that's open to the public every month. You know, that that's helpful. But, you know, we I think both sides need to bridge the gap a little bit more. Um, you know, the, the, we need a little bit more um, input from the, the technology team and we need a little bit more influence on, okay, how do we get the how do we get the message out and need to agree on that? And there are certain ways that we can gamify things. There are certain ideas that I have about how to send people on a content journey, right? Maybe put it in a game, maybe have like a, like a, a treasure map. And then every day you'll find something new about ICP as like, oh, decentralization or you know, the greenness of the blockchain or whatever, like doing that in a way that gets people interacting with the ecosystem. So it's complicated to set these things up. But if you look at Solana, if you look at some of the other chains, they do this very well. And we need to think a little bit more long term and out of the box because there's a story arc out there that we can put to work for us to get people into ICP. I hope that makes sense. No, for sure. It makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I'm agree. The thing is for the price, you know, like now it's like full of false traders on Twitter and other social media just posting, you know, graphs with like three trend lines and then it's like oh this is like uh, you know rocketing whatever and then even they they post after you know the solana is like up you know 15 percent, 20 percent. oh solana blah 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 it's easy right to to talk about solana when it's pumping like 50 percent or 20 percent or whatever or even icp right internet computer during the the british market no one talked about icp in general and in, in general about crypto now if you see like how many posts are from blockchain are crazy, right? Because now it's yeah. like, uh, again, looks, uh, uh, the bullish market is is coming and we saw like a lot of right. cryptos like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, rocketing, but uh, that's true, man. And I'm so tired to see like a lot of traders, like, man, what is your portfolio? What is your experience as a trader, right? Don't like <laughs> post here. We'll, like, we'll never know. Three yeah, lines we'll... and then, oh, wow. I'm, you know, this is, this is true, man. And I'm so... Yeah, so... Uh, you know, I, I I have to be careful with with that also. And if you notice, like I think, all, like say on the threads where I was holding the sign, like nine things I love about ICP or like those types of things, um, I think my language was like, can my signs make ICP soar? Like I, I might have said, uh, can I make ICP 10x? I mean, that's that's clickbait. I'm, but I put it as a question. I'm not I'm not out there, you know, like some of these influencers saying like, oh yeah, rah rah rah, because no, but, yeah, yeah. But the so, thing is, like, you announced, you know, like, hey, like, whatever. But I mean, like, more like graphs, you know, with trend lines, like people like right. think like they are expert in technical analysis. And, and then it's like, man, 
Are you like, you know, really how it works, technical analysis or fundamental analysis and what is your experience as a trader? And before I saw like, you know, like normally like expert traders doing this, but now is uh, everyone is, is on the trend and everyone like post random, you know, like a uh, um, post about graphs, like maybe like cryptos. Uh, that no one knows. Yeah. Wow, wow, this is like rocketing 300%. This is the new Solana, the new Ethereum, whatever. It's like, it's, in my opinion, is there are a lot of scams there. And a there lot of people so, that... Right. And there are so many things in crypto that you can't just look at a chart because let's take, okay, let's take Solana, for instance, where um, you have equity holders in Solana and you have coin holders. And if the equity holders in the Solana Foundation think that too much value is being delivered to the coin holders, then you know they can sue or there's a problem. Like there, there's so much tied up mm-hmm. in the tokenomics of of of, all, of so many of these uh, cryptos, right? Um, and what I love about ICP is yes, the tokenomics are extremely complicated, but once you start understanding it, it's it's pretty darn brilliant. And a lot of people out there, I, one thing I saw the last week that really annoyed me is these idiot influencers saying like, I don't like ICP because it's infinite supply. They don't understand what that means, right? So, you know, you do have to have new tokens being minted so that the people that are running the D apps can top up their canisters, right? But there yeah. are burn mechanisms going the same. It's not like, you know, they make it seem like there's some uh, the you know there's some guy out there that's like going to be pushing the button mint 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 yeah, mint right? yeah. and devalue like, everything. Yeah. ICP and Central I can tell Bank you, doesn't exist. I can tell you that that's the last thing that anybody wants, especially Dom. Yeah, they want that price going up. Mm-hmm. Nice, great, William. Yeah, nice talk with you, man. Uh, normally, I love to finish the conversations with like funny questions, more related about the internet computer and the ecosystem. Uh, are you like eight years gang? Do you have like in in the NNS some ICP tokens just take it for eight years? I do. I do. Um, I have, I think, an eight-year Neuron, which is now a seven-year because I did start dissolving it because I just like, I'm like, eight years is a long time. I think I have an eight-year, a three-year, and a four-year, and uh, some other ICPs, you know, liquid. Um, I, it, you know, I'm when, when this last, last run-up came, I didn't sell any. Like, I was very tempted because I just think, even in the short term, I think we're gonna catch a nice little a nice little rally. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm great question. I'm fully uh, behind ICP, and I have um, not a lot locked up. But what I do have most of it is is locked in neurons, and I can't get to mm-hmm. it for several years. Nice, yeah. And this is something like maybe we can discuss in another in another conversation. But NNS and SNS, man, this is crazy. The way that works yep. the network nervous system and the SNS, like all the companies can raise money and people be the owner of these companies. This is a real DAO. And, and that's that's something incredible that, in my opinion, is one of the best of the, of the biggest achievements for the, uh, you know, the foundation on the Internet computer yes. in general, it, how yep. it works the brain of Internet computer. Yeah, people need to realize that, and I, I, I know that we're our time's limited. But you know, I've been out there looking at other launch pads and other ecosystems, and looking at uh, like, you know, I hate to name, but like MakerDAO or like some of the others. And what we have with ICP, the way it's structured, is so much more brilliant. It's just amazing, right? So mm. you know, people should not lose sight of of the functionality and functional palette that exists on ICP for launching projects, right? Whether you, no matter what you're doing, even if you're doing a meme coin, ICP is the place to do it. 
Yeah, exactly. And what is your your uh, uh, dab that you use in a daily basis or weekly basis? Open chat, or? man. Open chat, open chat. I always say it's open chat. Uh, I I hate paying the money for Slack. I refuse to pay those guys. And open chat has all literally the same functionality that Slack does. And I know that you know I don't have to pay for it. I'm not going to just wake up one day and I'm going to be like, oh, you got to give your credit card. And uh, no one's reading my messages. So huge fan of open chat when I was at FastBlocks. That's what I used to manage the whole writing process. Not that sophisticated way, but it was enough to just have open chat and we could still be agile. Huge fan mm -hmm. of open chat. Nice. Yeah. Open chat also is like similar to WhatsApp, totally decentralized. But the good thing here and... Uh... You can you can send CKBTC, so yes, you can yes, send yes. yeah ICP directly like in in the instant messages to other to your friends to wherever you can pay like a beer you know hey yo I, I owe you ten dollars okay I I send you like a couple of ICP tokens whatever and this is this is also fantastic right maybe we need to have also the the video calls in the in the open chat this is maybe my my only uh, request to the founders that sooner or later I think they can put the the video calls but for the rest yeah it's even better than than slack or whatsapp that, yeah that's yeah. going to be huge because think think about it like when they have the video calls like if I'm an English teacher and I want to like do a lesson or something and I have students I could just do yeah. that and they can do their payments right on open chat um yeah amazing so when we were in Miami it, it bitcoin um uh you know early this year uh that's what we did on the on the ground in the conferences we were like hey you know what you want some free bitcoin and sending ckbtc through open chat and uh some people were really amazed and like wait this takes two seconds and i'm like yeah you get it yeah. and there's no fees mm -hmm. that, that's yeah. crazy and the other question is um what is your favorite project or the project that you see like have more potential that maybe now is a startup that that you is like take your attention it's like oh man this is like the founders or, or the project or the idea is something like resonate on my mind now. And I think this project maybe in five years could be like the next killer dub or in three years, or if you have some, some project in mind or yeah, even I, if it's established. Uh, even so if now so it's, any, yeah. any project that comes on ICP that with the goal of disrupting TikTok or Instagram, I will get behind. So um, I'm a huge fan of, the vision of hot or not, I would say I'm not a huge fan of the app because they have a long way to go. I'm a huge fan of Rishi and uh, Utkarsh. I think they're, they're those guys are brilliant. It's very ambitious what they're trying to do. And if they succeed and pull it off, that's going to bring a ton of people to ICP. So, you know, I would say that's like one project that that I'm bullish is not the right. Word. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful because if they can execute that vision, yeah, then things are that's a that's going to be a game changer that's going to be a killer app on the icp mm -hmm. that's true yeah uh and the last question also uh you see the news of gold dow you know gold dow is finished in the sns what do yeah. you think right this is a good example of how like uh, real world assets can be part of the internet computer and and uh, that's a crazy idea right like you can through like nfts you can have like real gold uh that is uh you know, in, in a vault in Zurich and you can convert your, your NFTs through the tokens, through the, the, the real gold. Uh, yeah. This is fantastic. Or for example, the Made in Italy um, also solution on the internet computer through Feather Italy. 
What is your, your thoughts on this? Uh, because yeah, this is a this is a great question. And my thoughts, I'm going to throw you a little bit of curve here. I think on paper, it's great. And I don't know enough about the audit process. Like my concern with anything like this, whether it's gold Dow or whether it's GLD ETF or SLV ETF, which you're probably familiar with, which are yeah. claimed to hold the real gold or real silver in, in the vaults, right? Yeah. Um, is that who's auditing that? How do I know that the, 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 the gold is real? Now, again, I'm not trying to fight every, anybody, but you know, I'd like- In, in, the, in that case, Metalor. Metalor is behind the scenes. Metalor is the second biggest gold provider in the world, right? And that's, okay. that's crazy. When I listen like Metalor is behind the project, also Origin Foundation, uh, right, man. Yeah, this is right. like. A so I think yeah, it, it sounds good. It sounds good on paper, and maybe like you know, for what you said, maybe like all these concerns that I have, if once I read the white paper completely, will will go away. But um, yeah, I'm a also I'm a believer not only in crypto, I'm a believer in gold and 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 precious metals. So um, I definitely have to uh, learn more about gold Dow. Mm -hmm. Nice, cool. Uh, thank you so much, William. William Laurent. Lauren is from France. It's like, man, you're like North American, but your your last name is not from North America. Yeah, we did. So I did the 23andMe and got the, the test and uh, everybody was shocked that uh, the French was only like uh, 10%. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like 10%. And uh, because we can trace some of the relatives that came over from France around the time of the Civil War in the US, but most of it was, uh, most of my blood is uh, German and uh, English and... So French was very little, so sort of wondering where, how the name was able to continue for 150 years. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you so much, man. Uh, it's Thanks, a pleasure Javier. to have you here. Let's keep your, your good job in, in, in the space, in the internet computer ecosystem. We need you. You are doing an amazing job. I love your songs, <laughs> your articles, and all your posts. Keep it up, man. Good job. And thank you thank so you. much for your time. And, and if there's anybody in the ICP ecosystem listening that's not following me, please follow me. And when they follow me, please let me know so I can hit them back. Sounds good. Thank you, Will. Right. Take Thanks. care, man. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.